Welcome investors to the Absolute Return Podcast, your source for stock market analysis, global macro musings, and hedge fund investment strategies. Your hosts, Julian Klamotko and Michael Kesslering, aim to bring you the knowledge and analysis you need to become a more intelligent and wealthier investor. This episode is brought to you by Accelerate Financial Technologies. Accelerate, because performance matters. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. Welcome, ladies and gents, to the Absolute Return Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Klamachko. I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Kesslering. And on today's show, we welcome special guest, Barbecue Guys CEO, Russ Wheeler. Barbecue Guys is a leading specialty e-commerce platform for higher-end barbecue grills, grilling accessories, and outdoor living products for both homeowners and professional builders. On the show, Russ discusses how the business evolved from a single brick-and-mortar store back in 1998, Barbecue Guy's competitive advantage and omni-channel strategy, how the legendary football family, the Mannings, are involved in the company, key growth initiatives to drive a forecast 26% revenue kegger, and more. So with no further ado, here's our podcast with Barbecue Guy's CEO, Russ Wheeler. Super excited to have Russ Wheeler, the CEO of BBQ Guys, on the podcast today talking about uh, online retail, the tremendous transformation that BBQ Guys has gone through as a humble brick-and-mortar store back in 1998 to now a leading online retailer of not just barbecues and uh, just a whole host of outdoor products, which really resonates to me, someone who follows uh I'd say a, a low-carb diet. I'm always using the barbecue. It's pretty much the only way I know how to cook, rain, snow, or sunshine. So Russ, excited to have you on the show. If we can kick things off, can you describe to us exactly what BBQ Guys is today? Sure. Hey, guys. Nice to meet y'all. Thanks for having me. You know, barbecue Guys is the leading specialty platform for hiring grills, outdoor kitchens, and, and outdoor living in general. And the reason we're excited about the business is because it's at the intersection of two really strong categories, outdoor living and e-commerce. And our business is driven by this growing portfolio of own brands and then a strong penetration in the business with the opportunity to really just be this one-stop shop for uh, outdoor living lifestyle brand. And as you mentioned, you know, we're a, we're a 20 plus year old company that was built on a, a record of profitable growth driven by what we call this key and own brand strategy. Okay, and you're fairly new to the company, joining last year. What was the opportunity that you saw in joining Barbecue Guys, and what it excites you about the future? Well, it's a it's a really fun category, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, you know, doing grilling and, and outdoor living and, and cooking and, and learning ways to continue to up your your grill abilities is is just a lot of fun things to do. Um, you know, over the last twenty years, I've been in the called the decorative home improvement. Home, home improvement business, starting with a, a my company was acquired by, by Home Depot. We were kind of the backbone for for Home Depot.com back in the early 2000s. And then most recently, I was uh, part of the team at, at Build.com, running Build.com, which we grew from a couple hundred million to north of a billion dollars. And so we knew uh, Mike Hackley, who's the founder of Barbecue Guys, we had looked at it as a portfolio acquisition about three or four years ago. Uh, Mike and the team were building at Barbecue Guys for the outdoor space, what we had been focusing on for the indoor space. And when we we decided not to do the acquisition, which by the way, I'm thrilled about because now I've got a, you know equity ownership in it and it's a, it's a whole nother opportunity. Right. But we, we loved the business. We loved everything they were doing. But 
Bill.com really was focused on that indoor space much more. And we had a lot more runway in that indoor space than uh, pivoting to the outdoor. And so, you know, when I was approached, you know, you know, probably a year and a half now to, to look at the opportunity, I knew the business, uh, the founder of Bill, Chris Friedland was actually doing some consulting for him. And he said, Hey, you know, Mike is taking the business, uh, looking to take the, the business and sell it again. Would you be interested in, in taking a look? And they were talking mainly to private equity and, you know, I, I've been approached by private equity for many, many years. And you guys know how private equity works. They look for operators to come in and run these portfolio businesses. But the core values didn't didn't really align with what, what I like and what I believe in. And so when I was approached, I was kind of like, yeah, private equity, not really, you know, interested. He goes, these guys are different. BVP is really different. I think it'd be great for you to meet them. And when I met, you know, Steve Leibowitz and, and Austin Ramos and Drew Scheinman, who are the partners of, of BVP, they're really doing it differently. And it was something that got me very excited. It wasn't about just enriching the, the senior executives of the company, but really trying to make it where, where everybody in the, the company will be, uh, can benefit and, you know, and build, and build real wealth. So again, the opportunity to go public happened a lot quicker than we were thinking. But again, that whole strategy of, and I'll, and I'll give you some more details on that, but what BDTP feels and thinks is, is you know, doing the right thing, but also being very successful. Yeah, and we'll get into the whole BVP brand velocity partners involvement in a bit. But prior to getting into that, you mentioned really a reiteration of the playbook you used at build.com in a very familiar setting now focused on the outdoor space, barbecuing, etc. So say um, customers in the market for new barbecue, what is the value proposition? Why should they go through you guys? You, you kind of you kind of stole some of my thunder there because we we are following the build.com playbook and having the you know having run a business and grown it from you know x to y certainly was beneficial and it was also beneficial because our, our great uh, team at barbecue guys was always benchmarking what we were doing at Bill. Right. so again we had a lot of credibility there and so coming in I tell the team it's yeah we have a we have a playbook we understand you know some things we should do but what's almost more important is what not to do. When we say, oh, well, we should look at this. Oh, we did that. That was a big failure. You know, so hopefully it's, we, we step on less of those landmines because of my experience. And again, when we, when we kind of rolled into the business, it was, a, it was a great opportunity to go after those customers, again, that are focusing on the outdoor space. And, and what we've seen with, with customers, COVID and all that kind of stuff is, you know, 2020 people were building inside the house. They were upgrading the house. We're all in our home offices. We're looking at our fans and everything and it's getting tired and you're like, I need to kind of upgrade my, my inside. 2021, we're seeing them wanting to bring those indoor living spaces outside. So when we approach a, a, a customer and you know we acquire them through the normal tr- traditional channels, you know, Google, you know, Facebook, SEM, SEO. And then we've also started a new national brand campaign with the Manning families targeting uh, you know, football primarily, but also doing some stuff on HGTV and DIY. We bring them into our, our ecosystem, this platform, and then we try to engage them on the phone or chat. Because when we do that, you know, we, we go from an AOV of about 1,000 to an AOV of more than 2,000. And then we also have a pro uh, customer segment that we're going into that's it's even more than that. So the value proposition is the destination for all things outdoor living, whether you're looking for recipes, how-to guides, or designing an outdoor kitchen. You know, we do online outdoor kitchen design. And again, that drives a a very high LB and and a very high customer satisfaction rate. And now a word from our sponsor, Accelerate. Do you want to diversify your investment portfolio while benefiting the planet? The Accelerate Carbon Negative Bitcoin ETF 
symbol ABTC on the Toronto Stock Exchange, provides investors with exposure to Bitcoin while protecting the environment. Accelerate implements a global tree planting campaign to sequester carbon emissions and help fight climate change. Up to 10% of ABTC's 69 basis point management fee will be allocated to Accelerate's annual tree planting campaign. For each $1,000 invested in ABTC, an estimated one net ton of carbon dioxide is expected to be sequestered each year. Buy Bitcoin, save the planet. Find out more at investabtc.com. Along with that, can you talk a little bit more about how your digital flywheel works as you are able to, to realize some pretty good return metrics for your advertising spend and customer acquisition costs? Absolutely. So again, we're using those traditional channels. And, you know, I would say I would put our digital marketing, our digital performance marketing team up against anybody in the industry. You know, we certainly spent a lot of money with Google and, and Facebook at Build. And seeing what, what Jason and our team here at Barbecue Guys was doing was really impressive. Obviously, it's a moving target and it's an auction and you have to do that. But there was a, there was a huge opportunity to, to do what you said, is create that flywheel. We want the customers coming in. We want it to acquire new customers. And then one of the things that really helps the flywheel accelerate is we, we have this pro business. This, we're focusing on driving the pro. When we talk about the pro, we're talking about uh, small builders, small custom builders, uh, remodelers, uh, interior designers, hardscape architects, basically anybody that's doing a project in the backyard. And so just by putting a focus on this, and again, this was back to that build playbook, we knew the pro was a, was a, a large segment to go after. These, these pros come in acting like consumers. So by just mining the data for, for business names or allowing them to opt in, you can see on the top of our, our banner, it says, hey, are you a pro? We give them a dedicated resource. So when we get that pro into our network, we give them a dedicated account manager handling their business, and they start repeat purchasing with us, obviously high OB, which is great. But also, they get outside of what I call the Google tax. So once we get them into our network, we can start to bypass that Google tax get a flywheel going, and then it allows us to spend more on marketing to, again, create acceleration in that flywheel. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm going through the investor presentation. One thing that really stuck out to me was your financial performance in 2020. Obviously, COVID affected businesses completely differently, for the most part, negatively uh, for most companies. But for Barbecue Guys, 2020, clearly a banner year. Uh, huge growth in revenue, gross profit, EBITDA, and free cash flow. So how was COVID for barbecue guys and, and kind of what were the lessons learned from that? Well, you, you had to learn fast and you had to you know, absolutely pivot your business. We were very fortunate being a digital business. You know, a lot of companies, it was feast or famine, either wildly successful or it was catastrophically bad to your business. And fortunately, we were on the, the positive side of that because, you know, every, like I said, everybody was stuck at home. They started spending more time. They, like you, were, were grilling out more rather than going out. But, um, you know, so we, we absolutely took advantage of that. We saw the freestanding business grow much faster in 2020, which our core business is the outdoor kitchens. So when you look at our outdoor kitchen business, it's over half our sales. So outdoor kitchens was our sweet spot, and people did do that. But again, through COVID, we were getting introduced to more, the brand was getting introduced to more people looking for that low funnel. Hey, I want to upgrade my Weber grill, or I want to add a Traeger to my, to my grilling, to my grilling abilities, as well as that outdoor kitchen business continue to grow and accelerate. And so you touched on it a little bit 
prior, but can you go into a little bit more detail on how Brand Velocity Partners and the Manning family are involved? Absolutely. So BDP is, uh, they're the, the private equity company that, that bought the company that brought me in to, to lead this next phase of our growth and you know, opportunity. Uh, as I said, they're, they're a different uh, private equity company. Obviously, they have the financial acumen, which is critical for, for any business. But you know, obviously, with private equity, it's very, very important. They were also bringing in this opportunity of partnerships. So one of the partners, Drew Scheinman, came from the sports marketing side of the business. You know, working with, with agents and doing that. And that's how Steve and uh, him actually met on, on another portfolio company where he was representing uh, Kobe Bryant and, you know, was looking at doing a deal with Steve or this company, Play Monster, doing a licensing deal with them. So they became friends. They started really saying that, hey, we could do something different. And it evolved into what is BBP today. So Drew, with his resources, brought in a lot of strategic investors and the Mannings were one of those strategic investors. And it was the thing that was really cool about the Mannings was they have Louisiana roots They're from New Orleans. You know, Archie played there. They're really great, genuine people. They are about family. Again, all things align with our core values. And so as being investors in the company was really exciting. And again, I, I want to go out and say, hey, I was I had joined before I even knew that. It happened after I'd already agreed to come to the company. So it was, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna get to work with the Mannings. So it was really cool to get to get uh, that kind of as a bonus when when we we came on with all this opportunity. But it was really this, hey, should we use them as brand ambassadors, not just as investors? Because you can certainly get you put their name in a in any kind of a release and you're gonna get a lot of a lot of clicks. But because of their values, because of their Louisiana roots, we thought they'd be great brand ambassadors. And so what we did is we originally started with Eli and Archie, and we did that campaign, our first national brand building campaign on HGTV and, and DIY. Then we just launched our second campaign, which included all the brothers, you know, Peyton, Eli, Cooper, as well as Archie. We filmed that down in New Orleans a few weeks ago, or probably about a month ago, and we just launched that campaign on ESPN and SEC Network. So if you're watching any of the football uh, last weekend, you can see that campaign starting to run as well. And those two activities go hand in hand, football and a barbecuing. One huge event that you guys just announced is the $963 million merger with Velocity Acquisition, a going public transaction. Why now? What's the strategy for going public? So the why now is obviously the market is incredibly um, positive with with regard to outdoor living and e-commerce because so we're at the we're at these the the crossroads of these two great categories which makes it a lot of sense then the other opportunity is we have the opportunity with velocity who's an operator led SPAC that's another thing just like with with private equity you can kind of be turned off to SPAC uh, in certain cases but these guys are all operators they run businesses and they have a lot of digital acumen so again partnering with with velocity they brought a lot of resources to the table that could help us with brand building help us with additional uh, digital acceleration. So we've already had a lot of great, you know, offsites with them and really kind of building it up. And the opportunities to really accelerate our brand building, which will make our lower funnel digital marketing, you know, more, more efficient, but also the opportunity to, to do more M&A. We've already done one acquisition since I joined the company. It's called PCM. It allowed us to bring in one of our suppliers and vertically integrate for stainless steel uh, metal fabrication. So when you think about an outdoor kitchen, the grill is the hero. The all of the stainless steel accessories, the the appliances, whether it's the you know the freeze the fridge or the freezer or the kegerator or the stainless steel doors and drawers, 
we now have that. We own that. It's domestically manufactured in Chino, California. So we, we vertically integrated and we also brought some back to domestic manufacturing, which we're going to continue to expand. And there's a huge opportunity for us to expand via M&A, both horizontally, uh, horizontally with you know adjacent categories and vertically expanding our own brand portfolio. And that's what we're looking to do in, you know, in a much more accelerated uh, opportunity because access to those public market funds, additional cash on the balance sheet will allow us to do that and go faster. And now, a word from our sponsor, Accelerate, one of Canada's most innovative and fastest-growing alternative investment solution providers, with a suite of institutional-caliber alternative ETFs for investors seeking diversification and long-term performance. The Accelerate Arbitrage Fund, symbol ARB on the TSX, is the world's first SPAC-focused ETF, with a diversified portfolio of SPAC and merger arbitrage opportunities in an easy-to-use, low-cost ETF. The Accelerate Arbitrage Fund ETF trades under the symbol ARB on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. So you guys do have a long-term forecast. You're looking for a 26% revenue CAGR in terms of growing the business on a go-forward basis. What are some key growth initiatives and how are you going to drive this forecast growth? Sure. Well, first, there's no M&A in, in, the, in the forecast. Okay. So again, that's all, that's all upside uh, potential for us. And we, but we wanted to put out there a, a conservative forecast that we can, we can hit with just our organic you know, greenfield category expansions. You know, as I mentioned, where we play primarily is, is over half our businesses is in the outdoor kitchen. So it's in that higher end space. And then we've started to accelerate more into that freestanding. But even the freestanding, we're talking about you know, over $1,000 AOV. When you look at Weber or Traeger, what they sell at Home Depot or Lowe's or Amazon, the, the AOV is going to be called it, you know, between four and six hundred dollars. With us, our AOV for Weber is a thousand. With Traeger, our AOV is over fourteen hundred. And with with Blaze, which is our own brand, it's over twenty two hundred. So the space that we built the business on was in that mid to upper. We recently launched uh, another own brand for us called Victory, which will allow us to go after that mass premium market. So we're going to a huge section of TAM that we've never even played in before. So we feel like we have a lot of expansion in the grilling category. And, and so that's that's very exciting to us because at the end of the day, those customers are on our site looking for those products today, and we just don't offer them. And the reason we didn't offer them is because primarily for the because of the margin profile. So with that, we have a huge runway in the grilling category. But then we also have this huge uh, runway when we ex- expand to other areas of, of outdoor living, whether it's patio furniture, heating, weatherized TVs you know, anything that you can do in your backyard space to, to improve your, your outdoor living experience. Now, you guys came off a banner year in 2020, just in the right spot. E-commerce, outdoor living led to explosive results for barbecue guys. One potential concern of investors is, on one hand, you have a good problem to face in terms of tough comps, but from a macro perspective, what is really going to power the business going forward from a tailwinds perspective. Is this more of a case of demand still migrating online in your segment? The demand is, is for sure still migrating migrating online. You know, we, we certainly saw a COVID bump, you know, for all the reasons we talked about and, and that was beneficial. But, but honestly, we probably could have done 20 to 40 million more in 20 because of the supply chain challenges. We couldn't even handle all of the traffic that was coming in. We certainly are seeing, you know, competitive comps going against COVID. I mean, going against COVID for the season this year, and we had we had good, strong 
you know, growth coming through there. We didn't, you know, massively over year over year, but we we looked at the comp over 19 and that's continued to be very positive. And again, as we're heading the, the back half of the year, we had a really strong Labor Day, which was which was exciting. And again, we feel like because we're playing, we, the core business was playing in that, you know, that upper that upper uh, premium luxury TAM. We have all this additional runway, even with headwinds, to continue to grow and expand in these adjacent categories, you know, for outdoor living. What I find super interesting is you're not the only ones in this segment going public. In fact, some of your suppliers, Traeger, Weber, they both filed S1s to do their own going public transactions. So it looks like everyone in the space is kind of looking to capitalize on the recent growth. I was wondering, where are you seeing customer demand? You know, I, I, every day it seems like more and more people are getting these Traegers. They're, they seem fairly attractive these days. So Weber and Traeger, are, when I say we have this key brand strategy, so we have a key brand strategy and a own brand strategy. And Weber and Traeger are certainly two of our, our key brands. You know, they're both, so they're, they're great partners to have. And we certainly were drafting off the excitement of them announcing that they were going public and now they're both out there and, and doing really well. We complement our own brand strategy with these key brands. And one of the first things that we did over a year ago when I got there was, look, we'll never try to out Amazon, Amazon or out Home Depot, Home Depot. You know, our goal is to focus on what, what makes us different. And that's this the value added services, the outdoor design, the being a destination platform for anything you're looking for and, and outdoor living and, and really focusing on that. So it's not even a conflict when we talk to, to Weber or Traeger. They want to grow our business because you know, we're one of the, their most, most profitable customers because we're selling typically one to two price tiers up. So that's something that we want to continue to accelerate and grow over time. And, and we love the excitement around the category. So your own brands compete at a different price point than the third-party brands? Is that what you're saying? A little bit, yeah. So there's there's always going to be a little bit of overlap. But the way we built the Blaze brand, which is you know over eight years old now, was identifying gaps in the market. You know We've got 20 years of proprietary, not just customer data, but product data of what the customers are looking for. And so we identified gaps in the market. And that's kind of the way we started to build the Blaze brand. And then with Victory, same thing. We built a great grill that's in a category we don't play today because of the because, like I said, with the margin profile, where we can go in and, and monetize traffic that's coming to our to our site already. That's more driving them in on call it you know best gas grill or something like that. So there's an opportunity to expand there. So we really complement our own brands, and you know we have a saying. We and this was back to my piece of build is we're gonna let the customer shop however they want. If they want to buy online, we'll be a great destination. If they want to be a one stop shop online, we can do that. If you want to buy from the factory store, whether that's you know Traeger or Weber or whoever, again, some customers want to buy from, from Apple.com or from Nike. And then again, a large percentage are still going to go into the brick and mortar channel, which again, we win when it goes there as well, because the Blaze brand is not just sold online. And that's certainly how we built the brand and built the demand for the brand. We're driving a tremendous uh, amount of traffic into our dealer channel, which we have you know 2,000 dealers across the country that's driven by a distribution strategy. So again, we, we'll let the customer shop how they want. We'll try to give them the best experience, whether it's online or offline. Okay, great. And Russ, prior to wrapping things up today, got a fun question for you. What's your personal sure. personal favorite food to barbecue? And do you have any recommended recipes that you'd like to share? Well, so my favorite thing to do is uh, wings on the Traeger. Okay. Uh, I'm not a grill master by, by any means, but, you know, you know, Julian, you know this, the fact that you're real into it. Um, 
everybody likes to up their their grill abilities. And, and Jason, who leads our marketing and commerce, he says everybody wants to be backyard famous. <laughs> and so again, you know, you want to, you know, first you're doing it, you know, because you had to do it because of COVID. Now it's it's bringing the family and friends together, doing more things like that. So it's it's that experience. And the thing about Traeger that's really great is it's really idiot proof. Right. I mean, I would much rather watch football on Saturday, have a drink, you know, have friends, and then you set the set the grill up where it's going, use your app to drive it. And then you're really the only thing you need to do is watch the temperature and add pellets. So again, that that's kind of my way I like to do it, but we have everything for, for anyone. So we have, a, I'll send you the link to um, our master grill abilities. So we have grill abilities, fantastic YouTube channel with hundreds of how to's recipes. We also started bringing in some of these uh, influencers as well, like Rashid Phillips and Danielle uh, BBQ. That, that are doing recipes on there as well. So there's lots of fun. And as we said, it's, it's something for anybody, whether you're a, a beginner or whether you're in this, what we call master grill abilities, where we're, we're actually doing some pretty cool complex stuff. There's some of these influencers that are, that are out there doing things for whether it's Netflix barbecue show like Rashid or, or, or Danielle, who's, you know, an influencer for Traeger. So something for everybody, but again, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a great category to be in. So grill masters and anyone wanting to be backyard famous, take note. And investors, if you are interested in following the story, currently trading under VELO, which is Velocity Acquisition. Once this deal closes, barbecue guys will be trading under the ticker symbol BBQG. Fairly easy to remember. So Russ, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Really enjoyed it. You got it. Nice to meet you guys. And again, I appreciate y'all having me on. Wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Absolute Return Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Accelerate Financial Technologies. Accelerate, because performance matters. Find out more at accelerateshares.com. The views expressed in this podcast are the personal views of the participants and do not reflect the views of Accelerate. No aspect of this podcast constitutes investment, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed in this podcast should not be viewed as a recommendation or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any securities or investment strategies. The information and opinions in this podcast are based on current market conditions and may fluctuate and change in the future. No representation or warranty expressed or implied is made on behalf of Accelerate. As to the accuracy or completeness of the information contained this podcast. Accelerate does not accept any liability for any direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage suffered by any person as a result of relying on all or any part of this podcast, and any liability is expressly disclaimed.